Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. I have missed you guys so much. Took a little hiatus. Thank you for giving me a break so I can go on vacation with my family. And actually, it was like a work vacation. You know those vacations where you get the call, Dan, and it's like, we need you right this second, which I try not to do. But this is a big call. You guys will hear about this a little bit later. So I got all my family's permission and they said, okay. Go for this. So I did. Why should you listen to the show? I feel like after two weeks, we need a little refresher course. Don't you think, Dan? Um, Listen, we're talking about bold truth. We talk about bold truth, bold truth of God's word. Uh, There is nothing that will change your life like the word of God. Get into it. We talk about it every single day. Everything we do is derived from scripture. Um, It is important. That is where your being grounded comes from. That's where your foundation comes from uh, outside of your salvation. And we talk about raw faith. And I was just telling Dan um, in the last couple of weeks, I've been, you know, I talk about this a lot and sometimes it's hard to define what raw faith is. It's more like a feeling when you step out in faith, you feel raw when you're stepping out. And in the last couple of weeks, I have felt very, very raw, but stepping out in faith. And so um, sometimes you don't feel courageous, but you got to do it anyway. Sometimes you don't feel um, strong, but you got to do it anyway if God is asking it of you. And man, have I literally been living that the last couple of weeks. That is why you listen to the show. That is what we are about. We're about bold truth. I want to see some Joshua's. I want to see Moses's. I want to see... Those kind of, of of men of faith represented in our culture today and women like Rahab, Esther, there's lots of them, Deborah, shall I go on? Um, love you guys so much. I, I don't want to um, take too much away from our guest today. She is a baller. Her name is Jess Connolly, and um, she's actually, she's written uh, several books, but we are going to talk about a couple of them today. Um... I want you guys uh, just to welcome Jess Connolly to the show. She is a mom, a past mama for. She is a pastor's wife. She has helped start and co-found She Reads Truth, which we love. And we had the we had those um, amazing women on the show not too long ago. She ha- also helped start um, the Influence Network. Uh, I mean, she's written Wild and Free, Dance, Stand, Run, which we're going to talk about today. Always Enough, Never Too Much, which we're also going to talk about today. Guys, uh, she's a baller. Welcome to the show, Jess Connolly. Welcome, Jess. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so uh, thankful that you came on today. I think um, your message and just your ministry is so incredibly important. I I love featuring devotionals. (laughs) I think, um, I think it's one of those things that really helps guide someone. I I don't know about you, Jess, but I hear all the time. I want to be in God's word. I just don't know where to start. I I mean, I hear that 5 million times a week. Okay. We get these inboxes. And so you've written this devotional um, that is always enough, never too much. T- 
talk to me about your heart behind this devotional. Yeah. Well, the first book that I published with um, my friend Haley Morgan was called Wild and Free, and that came out in 2016. Um, And it was a book really all about identity, about our identity in the Lord, about how he's created us good as his daughters, about how he set us free by the power of Christ. Um, And it was really a manifesto, an anthem for women to, to embrace this wild, beautiful identity they had in the Lord. And what we found is that as it came out, um, the Lord did just amazing things with the book. And we heard from thousands and thousands of women who were impacted by the message. But they kept coming back with these really kind of specific um, scenarios or really just topical areas of their life where they would say, like, well, it's nice for you that you show all the free, but, like, <laughs> what about me because I have this thing? Or um, I, I love the idea of wild and free, but it doesn't really apply to me because I have too many kids or I don't have enough money or I'm not that beautiful or I'm too talkative or I feel pretty weak um, or I'm not a typical church gal. And so um, we heard from women so much about those just really topical areas that they were having a hard time applying this message to. We said, let's write a devotional specifically to speak to those topics. And so that's what it is. It's a hundred devotions, 50 for when you feel like you're not enough and 50 for when you feel like you're too much, because we know women feel both. And sometimes they feel both at the same time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they're all rooted in scripture so that you can, you can go straight to God's word and kind of have a friend give you like a specific scripture that speaks truth to your very specific topical thing that you're struggling with. Mm. I, Okay, real talk, Jess. Why do people say this all the time? I, I You just hit on something that I think I hear a hundred times a week. That's good for you, Autumn. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. good for you. But if you only knew, and, there, and there's like this layer of judgment, like, okay, you got, you got four kids, you've been married 14 years, whatever. And people kind of judge based on what they see now, what they see on social our social media selves, but they they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's good for you. Of course, you can believe that things are going well, but they have no idea what is actually happening behind the scenes. I yes. that is such a lie <laughs> from the pit of hell. Yeah. That's good for you, but you don't understand that truth doesn't cover me. What what do you say to that? What do you say when people? When people wrote you those emails, what was y'all's response to that? I I know that there are people listening right now that are like, yeah, I'm that person. Like, you know, she wrote a book, whatever, whatever. Um, I mean, real talk. What what would your response be to that? I mean, genuinely, like, I, I tend to just open up and immediately try to tell my story. But right, of course, that's not super possible on a large scale. And so in a lot of ways, this book is our like follow-up to say like, no, no, us too. Um, All of these things, all of these specific areas, not feeling smart enough, not feeling pretty enough, not having enough money, struggling financially, feeling too successful, feeling too gifted, (laughs) not having enough friends, having too many friends, not being able to have kids, having too many kids. We wrote from our really specific stories and just kind of like opened up the book on, in every single one of those scenarios and said us too. Yeah. Us too. So good. Um, 
And the hard part is until until we as women are kind of willing to get over that, like nice for you and not for me, yeah. not a lot of people can talk us out of it. And so um, I, I think it's I think I've learned to like not try to talk people out of it, but to know like eventually they're going to get to a place where they are craving victory so much mm. they will want to like squash defeat in their own lives. Mm. Um, but they have to get to that place and, and, and that's, all I can do is be faithful to share my story and say, I'm with you. Like the normal stuff that you're struggling with, I'm struggling with too. I'm right there. I I love that you just said crave victory enough. I've been saying this just for, for a few months, you know, people stay defeated because victory takes work. Um, mm. you, know, you have to work to victory. Um, it's not easy, especially when you're in like an addiction or in yeah. debt up to your eyeballs or you're like facing divorce or something like that. Like you, you have to work. You have to you work do. through victory and, yeah. and, and God has promised us victory, but that craving of victory is so important. Um, when it comes to, um, uh, showing the world that, that, that victory actually is tangibly possible. That, that idea that you get to a point where you're so low that you must have it, man, that is a, a powerful place to be in a life changing, um, place to be. Uh, I, I love that you said that time, cra- that line, uh, crave victory. I think, um, mm-hmm. sometimes we settle in defeat and we get comfortable there and we need to push past that. Um, do you yeah. have any, you have a tangible, is there a story that you can share with us? I, I love this because it's so practical. Um, is there a story that you can share from this devotional? Um, that is an example to those that might be saying, you know, okay, yeah, you can do this, but it's not for me. Anything you can share? Absolutely. Honestly, one of the, one of the most real devotional devotions in the book that I wrote um, is not a wild, extreme story. It's just a really honest one, and I kind of touched on it a second ago. Um, but one of the devotions I wrote is when you don't feel smart enough. Mm. Um, and I've told people a lot of times that um, I think that not feeling smart is one of those very hidden insecurities that people don't like to talk about. Oh, um, it's not a really acceptable one. We're all about, like, body image right now. It's good to talk about body image. It's good to talk about... <laughs> Um, you know, feeling comfortable in our stories and our different decisions we make with our life. Um, but I find that I meet a lot of women who discount themselves from what God might have for them just because they don't feel smart. And so um, I just opened up and told my very real story of um, I, I barely graduated high school. I was one of the last in my class to graduate high school. I, I had to like eat and, and beat my way through college to, to pass and, and to do okay in college. And in general, right now, sitting here with um, three books published, working on my next book, I've, I've never been to seminary. I've never been to grad school. Um, you know, they say don't end a sentence with a preposition, and I'm genuinely still not sure what a preposition <laughs> is. Um, I'm not, I'm Love not that. book smart. I'm not IQ smart. Um, but I have a really strong desire to love people well, and I have a really strong desire to use my words yeah. to bring God glory. And so, and so that is one of my favorite devotions because I feel like it's something women just don't own up to a lot. Yeah. You know, I don't feel very smart. And the, and the answer in the devotion, and honestly, I say this about the whole book, that the whole book is basically like saying, so what? 
Yeah. So what? Good. So what if you don't feel smart? Come on. Do you need to feel smart? Is it about feeling smart? Come is on. it about people praising our our genius? Or is it about helping and loving other people? And if it's about helping and loving other people, you press through. Mm. Um, and so I'm going to keep writing books, even if people <laughs> say, like, well, that wasn't really inspired writing. Great. I'm not trying to be a writer. I'm just trying to... <laughs> be a disciple and a disciple maker. And so, um, yeah, the whole book, the whole book is really, I think every devotion is kind of saying really practically. So what? Yeah. So what if you feel like you're too busy? Mm. So what if you feel like you're bored? Yeah. Um, so what if your life's a mess? Mm. So what if your life is really tidy and people judge you about it? Mm. Are you willing to push past that? Um, and really experience the abundance that God has for you. Mm. Okay, Jess, I'm obsessed with you. Officially obsessed. What you just said was so good. Everyone's smiling in the studio. Let me tell you, I tell people all the time, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I, I, I don't have a degree in radio broadcasting. Like what? I just really right. love Jesus and I love to talk. I don't have a degree. I, I didn't get an English degree and I'm, I'm, I, I've written a couple of books myself. I, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so what you just said is so incredible. My, my uh, degree for college is in the travel industry. And I, I, like, I love it. I mean, I, I travel on planes, but that's, that's, I don't use my, I don't even use my degree when I sit there and eat peanuts and drink Diet Coke. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love it. What you just said is like a truth bomb up in here. I love it because that is someone, something that not a lot of people talk about. Listen, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel qualified enough. I don't feel smart enough. And your answer to that is so what? So what? Do it anyway. Ah. Uh, officially obsessed jess i'm officially <laughs> obsessed, obsessed i love that okay now guys li as you're listening this is jess Connolly at jessconnelly.com you can um you can go to her website and i'm sure find out everything you would ever want to know about her also follow along on social media i just followed her on instagram and i mean she's so uh beautiful with her family i'm uh, kind of obsessed she's going to be my new favorite for um for for right now i i want to also go to your your book that you released in 2017 because I was really captivated by this as well. Um, so I want you to go get the devotional, Always Enough, Never Too Much, but also this book as well. It's entitled uh, Dance, Stand, Run, The God-Inspired Moves of a Woman on Holy Ground. Um, I love the message of this. Can you tell us the heart behind this book, Jess? Absolutely. Well, like I said, our first, my first book that I co-wrote with my friend Haley Morgan was called Wild and Free. And it was this book about identity and about um, freedom and Christian living and Christian identity and just an anthem for women to, to really take their place in the kingdom. And it was exciting and it was thrilling. And um, as it was coming out, um, I noticed that amongst myself and my peers, we talked a lot about freedom and we talked a lot about identity and we talked about a lot about what we can do and about what we get to do. But I noticed that we never talked about holiness. Mm. Um, we didn't talk a ton about God's holiness or about our holiness or what that meant. 
And I started to kind of notice that ache in my own soul and what that meant for me and what it meant for me that I, I, I didn't really think about God's holiness a lot. And so I just started to pull that straight and ask the question, have I forgotten about holiness? Mm. Do we talk about holiness? And I, I, I started to think through what are the connotations that we place on the conversation of holiness when we think about God's holiness or ours? Um, what kind of conversations are we having? It seems like anytime you hear about holiness here, we're talking about judging people. We're talking about people who aren't holy. Yeah. Um, we're, we're kind of talking about fighting. And so it's like, man, it's, I just don't see as much of that in God's word. I see talk of his holiness and his goodness as, as really beautiful and different and otherworldly and something to think on. So I just kind of started asking that question, have we forgotten about holiness? And went to my publisher and said, okay, I think this next book is, about, is supposed to be about holiness and about our holiness and how we respond to God's holiness. And they said, go for it. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm thankful they didn't say like, oh, no, you're you're blonde and kind of silly and a mom of four and have no degree. You can't write about holiness. But they said, absolutely, write about holiness. Um, I love it. And, I love it. <laughs> um, and they let me go for it. And so it was really enjoyable to start writing. And as I started writing, I realized it's really hard to talk about holiness without a pre a precursor to, to just address grace because yeah. the only reason that we're able to interact with God's holiness, the only reason we're able to think about our own holiness is because by grace through faith, we've been accepted in the family of God. And so mm-hmm. to talk about holiness, we've really got to talk about grace and what mm-hmm. that means. And are we perceiving grace and are we feeling grace and are we, are we experiencing it in our lives? And so then I went back to my publisher and I said, "Never mind. the book has to be about grace too. And they <laughs> said, okay, grace is great. Great. You should definitely write about grace and holiness. That's it. So I wrote that book. I wrote the book about grace and holiness and was so excited and got to almost the end of the book and thought, honestly, <laughs> if we've really thought about grace, and we've really thought about this amazing place that's been purchased for us in the throne room of God and how we've been drawn near to him at just the right time. And that that brings us to holy ground. And we start to look at the holiness that he's written over our lives and the fact that we're already as holy as we'll ever be and that we get to be in a relationship with a holy God. If we just think about those things, we will be very selfish. But if we think on them and we let them spur us on to mission, to helping mm. others, to yeah. speaking lies to others, to telling other people about Jesus, then the circle will go around and around and again. Mm-hmm. It'll be grace and holiness and mission for everybody. Grace, holiness, mission. And so I, I went back to the publishers and I was like, actually, the book isn't done. It needs <laughs> to be about grace and holiness and then mission. Mm. And so that's where the title Dance, Stand, Run comes in because I believe that when we dance in the grace God's given us, then we'll be compelled to stand our holy ground, to look at the holiness that, that we've been given through him, to think on his holiness. And then I think when we are really compelled by both of those things, we will run on mission. Mm. That's so good because, I mean, I mean, first of all, what a revelation that God gave you there. Um, I think we can, we just like what, I mean, I don't want to reiterate everything you just said, but I'm going <laughs> to, if we, if we stop, if we stop on grace or if we stop on holiness, um, we're missing purpose. And, um, you know, for you to be able to sort of embody that in, um, in one book is so incredibly powerful. Um, one of the things that is is always on my mind is passion without action is just emotion. That's all it is. 
We have to act based That's on good. what yeah. we have to act based on what God has done for us. What are we going to do with the gift of grace? How are we going to share it? So um, that is so incredibly powerful. I mean, I believe that if we all are walking and are running, as your book says, running, standing on holy ground, just like you just said, believing that God's grace covers us, I think we, we would see so many of these social issues completely gone, like the foster care system. The foster care system. What, what, what are we yeah. doing, Christians? If God has put a burden in your heart, you need to run um, and your purposes to adopt. I, I've adopted two kids, Jess, so I'm super passionate mm. about this. Um, you know, there's so many different things uh, that we can run in and really be the answer uh, to the world uh, via the, the power of Jesus Christ in us. So that is so incredibly powerful. Thanks for sharing that. Mm. I want to. I Absolutely. Can you talk to me about abundance? Because I saw this a lot in the information that um, that that I just kind of did my research on you, and you talk about abundance and how at a young age you were you were kind of really drawn to this idea. I think that's so powerful. What, would you talk to to us about that, Jess? Absolutely. I think the kids these days would call it extra. <laughs> that I think extra. Hashtag extra. Um, <laughs> yes, I like things like a little bit bigger, a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit louder. And I've always been like that. I've always just been drawn towards the extra. And yeah, when I became a believer, the the, the night I actually um, like, you know, did that crazy, weird, magical thing where we look at Jesus and say, like, I'm in, um, I, there was a pastor preaching on abundance, on the idea of more. And I, I honestly think even people who think they, they, they aren't into excess, you know, even, even like in a minimalist crazed society, I think we do crave abundance. We crave more, mm. we crave vibrancy, we crave aliveness. And I think we can spend our whole lives looking for it in, in what the world has to offer. Or we can, we can like believe that one day we'll have it in heaven. Mm. Or we can believe that we can, that we can experience God's abundance here right now and in eternity. And so um, I just, I really believe that when Jesus said he came to give us life and life abundant, that that means right here now too, that we're supposed to have as much of him as we can muster, that we're supposed to experience as much life and joy and hope and peace um, as he has to offer on earth Um, in the midst of all of the heartache and the pain and the pushing that we're also here to to experience. And so I think we can either kind of muster our way through life and um, band-aid ourselves up with the things this world has to offer, or we can look for God's abundance right here, right now, to really power us through the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're the same person, Jess. I <laughs> Hashtag extra is my whole life. <laughs> no, I, I think I read Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire by Jim Cimbala, which uh, we're trying to get him on the show because I'm obsessed with him uh, from Brooklyn Tap. And that book changed my life. And he said one of the things in the line in the book that changed my life is, is um, 
I'm going to totally butcher it, Jess. But he said, um, I, I won't be satisfied unless I see the might of the almighty working on my behalf. I know I totally butchered that. So mm. any Jim Cimbala fans out there, I know I butchered it. Um, but the, I, I won't be satisfied unless yeah. I see the might of the almighty working on my behalf right here on earth. And I it changed mm. that whole concept is exactly what you're talking about. Abundance. There is abundance. We don't have to stay, you know, um, negative all the time. We don't have to stay in a bad marriage. We can get counseling and work towards a good marriage. We don't have to stay wanting. We can be fulfilled because Jesus is enough. He is enough. He is abundance. Um, and he, yeah. he, he loves to give good things to his to his kiddos, right? Like us, Jess. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I feel like we're the same. My husband is actually in studio with me today, and he keeps looking at me laughing because I like say this stuff a lot. <laughs> I love it. Well, we got to meet sometime, girl. I know. I know. I know. Man, I, I hate that we're out of time. I feel like I could probably talk to you all day long. Um, but listen, guys, listening, all my listeners, I want you to go to JessConnelly.com. Pick up both of these books. Um, dance, stand, run, and then always enough, never too much, a devotional. And I think, I feel like this devotional is for those of you that are in your car or at Chipotle or snappy salads, wherever you're at right now. And you're saying, I don't know where to begin. Listen, we're giving you a tool right now. No more excuses. We're giving you the tool of where to begin and grow in your Christian life. Here's a devotion right here. That I, that I feel like is raw and is really going to challenge you. Go pick it up. Jess Connolly is her name. Jess, thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome, awesome. And thank you for listening. You can hear me right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.